Please help me welcome J. Lauren Norris. It seems like the um, running joke of all husbands and marriages. You ask your spouse where it is you want to go for dinner, and then you start listing all the restaurants that would be your favorite, a place you'd like to go, a place you'd you'd like to have dinner. Maybe it's Taco Bell or Wendy's or the barbecue place around the corner, or it's the local diner that everybody goes to that has the name of the woman who grew up in this hometown 100 years ago. Yet you list all of these options, and what do you get? Well, you're going to get probably one of two answers, or maybe the same answer again and again. One of them is, well, I don't care. Wherever you choose is fine. Until you pull up in the driveway and you realize it's not fine. Until you stand down the list again, and you go through the whole list of all the restaurants that are within your budget, within your means, you can get there in time, the food is gonna be fresh and hot, and it's still too much to choose from. Now, we would like to think that this is just a husband and wife dinner thing, but it's not. If you've ever gone to Amazon to look for a particular new device or book or a set of clothing, you know the options are innumerable. And as a result, Decision is complicated. And for leaders, the same thing happens. It happens to entrepreneurs, it happens to startup companies, it happens to sometimes even parents. Will it be soccer? Will it be violin? Will it be gymnastics? Will it be swim lessons? Oh my gosh, lions and tigers and bears, oh my. But when it happens to leaders, it can be an Achilles heel. It can be crippling. That's what I wanna talk about in this episode of Leading Leaders. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. I want you to know that, that leaders struggle as well with the idea that there's too many options, too many things to choose from. Well, I could do option A and all of the consequences would be like this and all the rewards would be like this and all the expectations would be like this and all the investment would be like this and all the payouts would be like this. And by the time you've analyzed option A, you think, yeah, that, that's the right one. But then option B comes in. And you've got to go through the same process again. These are the consequences, these are the rewards, these are the risks, these are the investments, this is the ROI, this is how it would benefit the organization. And now you've got two opposing ideas, two different visions of what could be. There's a word for that when there's more than one vision, it's called a division, a division or division within your organization. Sometimes that division is just inside your head. But let me tell you something, when you're the leader, and you're not clear on what objectives you need to be focused on to accomplish or what tasks need to be done, then you're also not clear on who needs to be assigned to them, how much money should be allocated to them, what should be the expectations of completion. It's going to be really hard to set goals, measure those standards of achievement, if you're not sure which one you're supposed to be working on. It's hard even just to manage the amount of time that you allocate to project A versus project B, if you're not sure which one is more important. What if you add A and B and C and D and E and F and G, and now you're halfway through the alphabet and you're looking at yourself going, I can barely focus on getting through my cup of coffee in the morning, much less all the other tasks that are required for me to get through my day. If you have one focus, 
If you know what is in alignment with your vision, if you know what it takes to accomplish what you've set out to do as an organization, it's gonna be a whole lot easier to say no to things that don't fit. As a leader, we don't wanna be living our lives with the options looking like a Cheesecake Factory menu of 32 pages of perfect options. No, we wanna narrow those options. And how do we narrow those options? Well, first off, we ask, is it consistent with the vision statement of our organization? Well, this project, this task, this new assignment, this new client, sometimes that's the biggest challenge. We take on a client because it pays the bills because it's money coming in. And we forget that the amount of time, the amount of energy, the amount of dedication to serving this client might very well take us off course of all the other things that we're supposed to be accomplishing sometimes even taking us out of the way of the entrepreneurial foundations that build up our organization. I found myself serving clients sometimes three, four, five, six hours in a day. And while I'm serving that client, there's nobody working on my direct mail list. There's nobody working on my email list. There's nobody working on my social media. There's nobody editing the content. There's nobody putting stuff out there to what? Attract the next client. And so when I get to the end of serving that client or that group of clients, I get to the end and I fall off the cliff because I have to rebuild and start all over again. Well, that's fine if you can sustain that cycle from client base to the next set of clients. But what you really need to be doing is focused on the things that continue to drive your business forward, filling in the gaps with those recurring incomes that don't demand your time and attention immediately. Now, specific. I'm speaking specifically about my industry in the coaching and media content creation world. The cycle of bringing a customer in the door takes some time to build that up. I create that content. I build those relationships. I do that networking. I speak on those stages, digital or physical. I draw them into the, the process of the funnel. I build relationship with them until they say, you're the right person for me. You're going to solve the problem that I have. And then I focus on it. But if I stop focusing on the building relationships, the getting on stages, the drawing into the funnel, then when I'm done with that customer, there's not one waiting. There's not a new set of customers to continue focusing on. That's been a challenging part of the process. Well, add into that mix another opportunity to create a new piece of content, to write a new book, to be speaking on stages that are not necessarily directly related to client building. And all of a sudden, You've got the A, B, C, D, E, F, G options, and they're drawing your attention away. Now, I focus on myself in this analogy because I don't want you to feel like I'm pointing you out. I don't want you to feel like I'm calling you out. I want you to know we all struggle with it. Every leader in every capacity struggles with the same issue. The real question is, how do you fix it? And the real answer is, you fix it by focusing on your mission statement, on your vision statement. Who is your organization? Who are you? What are you here for? What is your highest calling, your highest order of business? What's the most important thing that you have to accomplish? When you're really clear on those things, getting those things accomplished is a whole lot easier. It's a whole lot easier to focus on what you need to do right now when you know what you need to accomplish at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, at the end of the year. If you haven't already written those goals down, then the daily to-do list is gonna be really complicated because it will change every day. And the things that you did on Monday won't make any sense on Tuesday. 
If you know what your task list is based on your vision statement and your, mo your mission statement, then you can look at your goals and go, okay, what do I have to accomplish that goal? Well, today I've got to do this. And tomorrow I've got to do a portion of that again. And the next day I've got to do a portion of that again. Maybe it's just upkeep. Maybe it's just maintenance. Maybe it's reinventing that process every day and going through it from step one to step five. But if you don't know what your mission statement is, if you are not clear on your vision for your organization, then you will not have goals that are clearly articulated. And without goals that are clearly articulated, your daily tasks will get convoluted. And when the options come up and they'll start popping up like little whack-a-mole games, as they pop up, you're going to realize that you've got too many options to deal with. And you're trying to figure out, how do I prioritize these options? You shouldn't have to prioritize the options. You should only have to look at your goals based on your vision statement and say, does it fit or does it not? Will taking this option, will, be, will taking this action be beneficial toward my vision statement? Will it accomplish some goal along the way? Will it get me closer to what I'm supposed to be doing? Well, get me closer to what I said I was going to accomplish this year. And if the answer is no, then it's really not an option. It's a distraction. Those are hard words, but you need to take them to heart. See, this also doesn't stop with the leader. It happens to everybody in your organization. And part of your role as the leader is to help them find focus, to remind them regularly, whether it's town hall meetings, emails, complimentary, take them to lunch, spend some time with them, grab them a cup of coffee, have a chat with them. But everybody in your organization should be so clear on what the organization's vision statement is, what the organization's mission statement is, and how it relates to them individually. If the individuals get these options flying at them, and they get the ones that come from the immediate boss above them, yeah, I need you to solve this problem, then we run into this problem we call the tyranny of the urgent. Someone's telling you it's got to be done right now. And so you drop everything and you get it done right now. And then you find out, well, that wasn't an option that benefited my vision, my goals, my assignments. It wasn't even on my task list. But now I've set everything aside that I was responsible for to take care of another problem, somebody else's options. Too many options are going to cloud your vision. Too many options are going to create division. Too many options are going to create a lack of focus and confusion. And eventually, that leads to paralysis. I don't know if you've ever been involved in a, like a video game of a LARP or something of that nature where you're, you're, you're running through what is the, the maze of life or the maze of the game at least. And you come to a place where there are three or four directions to run. Like a lion in a cage, there's a reason the trainer uses a three-legged stool. The lion can focus with two different eyes in two different directions. I don't know if you know that or not. You put a two-legged stool or a one-legged stick in front of a, a lion, he's still coming at you. And if you try to distract them with one thing versus the other, he's still coming at you. But the minute you introduce that third leg of a three-legged stool, the lion is paralyzed because he can't focus on all three things. And he has a hard time picking one. The same thing is true of you and those you lead. There's a certain number of things that you cannot focus beyond. 
once you get too many things in your vision, too many things in your assignments, too many things on your task list, on your to-do list, the answer is paralysis. Well, which one do I do? Well, now I have to analyze again, which one is the priority? Which one should I do? Which one has the best benefit? Which one is the payout? Which one has the return on investment? Which one has the least amount of risk? When the real question should be, which one is most closely aligned with the vision, the mission, and the goals that have already been assigned to me? When you know what those are, when you're very clear on them as a leader, and everyone in your organization is, when these options come up, it's like blinders on a horse. You can only see the ones directly in front of you. You can only see what you're supposed to be working on. If you as a leader haven't taken the time to clarify your vision, clarify your mission, your mission, get clear on what goals have to be accomplished in order for those things to be done and by what timeline, then you're gonna find every opportunity is another option, is another possible potential distraction and another division within your organization, <clears throat> or at least within your own attention. There's nobody that can do that like you. As the leader, that's your job. Take the time to get clear on the vision. Articulate it well to your organization. Stay clear on it, on your own mission. Focus on your own goals. And then help everybody else get clear on what theirs are. Don't be distracted by the options and opportunities. Don't take the time to analyze things that don't even fit within your goals. Who cares? If it's not part of your mission, leave it alone. Let somebody else handle that. Don't let the tyranny of the urgent distract you from getting done what you have to be done. Because in the end, the assignment that you have wasn't given to anybody else. That's all yours. Don't be distracted by somebody else's options. Focus on what you have at hand to get done. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. Hi, my name is Christina Knowles, and I just got done taking Jay Lauren's Story Power Masterclass. It was amazing. I took away so much information. Um, one of the things that I really enjoyed being formally trained in media many, many years ago is the call to action. I will use that with every speaking engagement and I'm so grateful that Lauren just um, spoke truth into his teachings and he is a true professional. And I know this might sound weird, but I've been taking certifications in different classes over the years and Lauren is not boring. I can't even believe I got here at nine and then the class went by so fast that I was like, it's time to go already. And I was shocked that it was time to go already. So it's an awesome class. You're going to enjoy it, I promise. Lauren is a master teacher on storytelling and I learned so much. Um, I'm really going to have to sit down and go back through everything and I think I might have to have some more coffees with Lauren, but uh, it was totally worth my...